Hey there, it's me, Nikki Asher Bowling from It's Going to Be Okay, the podcast where we embrace the journey, share uplifting stories, and explore real life tips on navigating the twists and turns, especially when it comes to living with depression and anxiety. I'm here to remind you that there's a community of support cheering you on. Life's road can be bumpy and many of us face the challenges of managing our mental health. But fear not, because on this podcast, we're not just talking about the struggles, we're sharing practical advice, genuine experiences, and the stories of incredible individuals who have discovered their own paths to resilience. So whether you're looking for a boost of motivation, seeking coping strategies, or wanting to connect with others who understand, join me on this journey. Together, we'll laugh, learn, and find the strength to find whatever comes our way. This podcast is more than words. It's a lifeline of encouragement and a reminder that even in the darkest moments, it's going to be okay. Grab your favorite beverage, settle in, and let's dive into the heartwarming tales and valuable advice that makes life's challenges a conquerable adventure. Thank you for tuning in and let's the journey begin. Woohoo! How's it going today, people? <laughs> yeah, there was this moment of silence, unintentional, because I was like, is the music playing? Is it not playing? Is the music playing? Is it not playing? <laughs> so that's just because I can't hear. Anyway. It's all done and good. So today, I am going to talk about, I've talked about this before. I went back and looked. It was last May when I talked about this subject is, can helping others help you deal with your depression? And I know it helps me when I am depressed. And so I wanted it to, I want to share that with you because I know it can help. It can help you too. Um, the struggle is, first off the bat, is getting your butt up and getting your butt out of the house and going and actually doing it. Um, but the rewards are worth it. So, so that's what we're going to talk about. I have some things that we're going to go over and. Um, these are some of the topics that we're going to talk about. And um, let me get back to the other. Okay. So it gives you a sense of purpose, social connections. It reduces stress. It increases your happiness. It really does when you are helping someone else. Um, it improves your self-efficacy. And the last two on the next slide is it gives you perspective and gratitude and it gives you a sense of community. I absolutely love what all volunteering can help you with your own self care. And I believe that volunteering is a step in self care because it gives you all of those things that helps boost your mood. So we're going to go over each one of those things and how they can help you. 
And before I get started, I'm going to give me a sip because I'm thirsty. So let me get my paper up here. That's not my paper. And we will get started. I hope everybody's having a wonderful week. <sighs> Update on the bathroom. The contractors are done. So the only thing I have left to do is to paint it. And But I can't do that because I'm helping my mother move tomorrow. She's moving into a new place. And so then on Sunday we have I have church and... So I'm hoping to do it Sunday or Monday. So I can't believe it's done. It looks so nice. And once I get it painted, I'll share pictures with you before and afters because I have a lot of before pictures. <laughs> but anyway. Okay, so can helping others help you deal with your depression? Um, the topic. Oh, I closed out the. I will link in the show notes my previous podcast episode. I I had the name up so that I could tell y'all and I just closed it out. So, ding dong me. Um, first of all, it gives you a sense of purpose. So, volunteering gives individuals a sense of purpose and fulfillment. Knowing that you're making a positive contribution to your community or cause that you care about can boost self-esteem and overall well-being. Now, um, a lot of times volunteer people, uh, places or groups or that they desperately are in need of money. And a lot of times we don't have money to give, you know, because a lot of us are in a depressed state because we don't have any money and we mismanage our finances and all that hoopla. So actually going out and doing physical work and helping, if you can do that, will give you such um, fulfillment and purpose and boost your self-esteem and overall your well-being is just heightened i mean it's just wonderful um last fall i was able to help um volunteer for after school program it was one day a week for two hours and helping kids with an after school program and it was at times it was stressful because there's a lot of kids from kindergarten kindergarten to um fifth grade and you know that was the end of their day and so they were you know how kids are when they get out of school they're you know they're all over the place so but getting to know the kids they were so sweet and some were reminding me of my own kids when they were that age and it really um blessed me you know and was able to help them and be able to talk to them and play with them and do the activities that were um that they had lined up for us so i enjoyed that so much and i know we're going to do it again i don't know when so i hope i get to volunteer or they let me volunteer you know they're my 
they're probably like, oh, yeah, if you help before, you're helping again, no matter what, you know, <laughs> I don't know, but I enjoyed it, so. Um, the second is social connections. So now volunteering often involves working with others toward a common goal. And this can help combat feelings of loneliness and isolation. So it gives you an opportunity to connect with individuals who are like-minded and build supportive relationships. Now, for those of you that are a social butterfly, and you're feeling isolated or lonely, this is something that you can do to get out there and, you know, make new connections. Now, if you're someone like me who is happy being in their house and not ever leaving the threshold, then um, it's hard. So it's hard for people like me. And... Um, Okay, my phone, I better turn it down because it's already dinging at me. I thought I did. So if you are someone like me who isn't naturally an introvert and has to work on making social connections, then this is going to be harder for you to work at. And um, now when I started going to my church, I had the, the Sunday service down, right? And then I learned that they had a Wednesday night service. And I thought, I assumed it would be the same format as the Sunday service. So I show up and it's not. It's completely different. And it was more social. So you had to, and they had um, um, people take turns bringing stuff food to eat and things like that. I was like, oh, I started to freak out because I wasn't prepared for that. And I didn't know they were going to be eating. I didn't know there wasn't going to be the regular format. Nobody warned me about that. And I almost turned around and left. And that I made myself sit down and sit still. And, um, and I'm so glad that I stayed because I ended up um, one of the ladies came up to me and she kind of like took me under her wing and introduced me to people and talked to me and everything. And um, and now we're really close friends to the point that other people thought we knew each other before I started going there because I just I'm now I just sit with her at every service because, you know, I've kind of just made that connection with her. So. And I'm like, no, I've never, I never knew her before I started coming here. So it was kind of funny that that happened. And, um, and it's just because, and if she hadn't done that, I, I, and if I hadn't stayed, made myself sit there, I probably would have left, but I'm so glad I stayed. Um, that was a new, you know, something new. Cause I had only been to one. I mean, I have visited other churches, but I had only been a, a member of one church my whole entire life. And so this was a totally brand new experience for me. Um, there are some people that's easy to go into situations like that and just be comfortable. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that person. Okay. Just to let you all know, just because I do a podcast 
it was hard for me to sit here and talk. So I've gotten used to it and I've had to make myself do that. And still today, I have to make myself do things in certain situations, um, especially when it involves big crowds. <laughs> when there's a lot of people and people are going to be touching me, I might not make it. So anyway, so social connections, that is another part of volunteering and it can be a positive interaction and sometimes it's not a positive interaction it could be kind of scary so but anyway um i urge you to not let that stop you number three it reduces stress yes it does it really does <laughs> engaging in Volunteer work can serve as a healthy distraction from personal stressors and challenges. Focusing on helping others can shift the focus away from one own problem and reduce feelings of anxiety and stress. So that's how it reduces your stress. It gets you off of yourself. And in today's culture, we are so focused on ourselves and I don't get me wrong and I'm going to try to explain this to where I'm not stepping all over myself but sometimes we get so hung up on ourselves and up our behind that we can't see outside of our little bubble or our little circle and we get so self-absorbed to the fact that we're narcissistic about it and Sometimes it's good for you to focus on somebody else than you, okay? You're not number one all the time. I'm not number one all the time. I tell my husband, you know, he's not number one all the time. He thinks when I go to my book club, we sit there and talk about our husbands and our cynic, dear Jesus, our other person that we live with all the time. <laughs> And I have to tell him, I'm sorry, honey, but you're not number one at book club. <laughs> I had to lay it on him gently because then he's heartbroken that we weren't talking bad about him. I don't know. Anyway, so we need to put and depression and anxiety can do this to us where it sucks us into ourselves. And we are so focused on ourselves that we really don't have time for anything else. And it can do that to you. You can get so self-absorbed. And, and that's... Now, I'm saying self-care is important. But we don't want to go overboard with it. That's why going out and volunteering and helping other people... It lets us know that we're not the only ones hurting, that there's others hurting out there. And our focus is off of us for a short time and focused on somebody else. And that is a good thing. That can be a good thing. And I don't know about you, but I hate thinking about my problems all the time. I mean, my problems suck. And I hate thinking about them. I don't want to think about them, you know. 
to it's an everyday thing and it's an everyday thing that I'm working on and I I get tired of it so actually getting out to volunteer you know and especially since I'm not working at the moment it can be easy for me to be sitting there and just be all up in my head and being, whoa is Nikki, whoa is Nikki. And before you know it, Nikki's wallowing on the couch, covered up in a blanket, crying about the things that could have been, would have been, should have been, you know, and that's anxiety creeping in on my life. I don't need that. Um, so we need to take time out and volunteer, help somebody else, help somebody else out. And that will relieve your mind of your own problems. And, um, and there is a time and place for everything. There's a time and place for everything. And that means there's a time and place for you to, to deal with your, your own situation. So, uh, number four, it increases happiness. It does. It really does. Even if you are helping some crabby old person. <laughs> so, um, when I was younger, my grandma used to take us to nursing home and talk to people. I hated it. It had weird smells in the nursing home. And I couldn't hear the old people because they either mumbled or they couldn't talk loud. And my grandma enjoyed it. And she loved it. She would she would sit there and talk to them. And um, or she would go knocking doors. Now, I would not recommend doing that now. But she would go in the neighborhood, knock on doors, invite people to come to her church. And um, and I loved that time that I had with my grandma. Um because she could talk to anybody and it made her happy. So, and you know, helping others and making a difference in lives of others, it evokes feelings of happiness. It evokes feelings of gratitude. Acts of kindness releases endorphins. Who knew? <laughs> Being nice to somebody releases endorphins into your system. Wow. <laughs> Maybe I should have been doing this a long time ago. That's probably what my kids would say. These endorphins, you know, they're natural mood lifters. And they can improve your overall mental well-being. So, be nice to somebody today. Yeah, I dare you. <laughs> now, I... Am making kind of light of this, but it's this, this is serious. Um, a pill isn't going to fix every situation, you know, and these little things that we can do can actually help us, they can actually make our life a little better, you know. And sometimes, you know, I've seen those commercials that says pay it forward, you know, when someone has. Um, paid for my dinner. <laughs> I'm like the happiest person around. You know, I like that to happen every day. <laughs> so, 
And when I can help somebody else pay it forward, I do. You know, opening a door. Tell them, thank you. I hope you have a great day, you know, or just having a simple little joke with somebody at the restaurant, you know, that is working there. They're working to serve you, you know, put a smile on their face. That's all you have to do. That's all you have to do, people. I'm serious. It's all you have to do. So before I move on to number five, I do want to show you my promo. And it's free. It's free. <laughs> like the free food that I want. <laughs> so enjoy. My wonderful friend, are you ready to take a deep breath and open up about something that many of us face but often keep hidden? Yes, I'm talking about the challenges of depression and anxiety and the emotional roller coaster it can sometimes bring. Well, guess what? You're not alone. And there's a safe space waiting for you at It's Going to Be Okay. Can you picture a place where you can talk openly about the highs and lows of motherhood? A community that understands without judgment. I know that navigating the world of depression isn't always a picture-perfect journey. And that's why I am here to offer you support, guidance, and a listening ear. But it doesn't stop there. I'm excited to introduce my free one-hour consultation a chance for you to connect with a caring and compassionate coach who truly understands what you're going through. During this consultation, you'll get the opportunity to dive deep into your emotions, fears, and challenges in a judgment-free environment. My goal is to help you feel heard, understood, and empowered. Oh, and let's not forget about my free assessment test. Wondering how deep in that funk your feeling might be? Our assessment is designed to provide you with insights into your emotional well-being specifically when it comes to your experiences with depression. This isn't about labeling or categorizing. It's about giving you a starting point on your journey toward emotional well-being. So here's what you need to do. Visit my website, www.nikkiasherbowling.com to sign up for your free consultation and assessment test. Remember, taking this step is a sign of strength and self-care. It's time to prioritize your well-being and remind yourself that you're never alone on this path. Join me at It's Going to Be Okay as we embrace the messy, beautiful, and real moments of depression and anxiety. Let's navigate this journey together hand in hand. Don't hesitate. Take the first step towards support and healing today. Remember, dear friend, you are stronger than you think and your feelings are valid. I am here for you every step of the way. Visit my website, www.nikkiasherbowling.com now to claim your free one-hour consultation and assessment test because at It's Going to Be Okay, together, we'll find the light even in the darkest of moments. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of my beautiful community. Here's to embracing the unfiltered journey of depression and discovering the strength within us. Stay strong, stay hopeful, and remember, it's going to be okay. Yay. I'm so proud of that promo. I worked real hard on it. So don't forget, it's free, and I have the free assessment test. It's simple. It's five minutes, and it lets you know how deep of the funk you're in. Because, you know, when we're in a depression, we get kind of funky down in there. and we need to know how far out 
how far deep we're in there. <laughs> we need someone to help pull us out. So I hope you take advantage of that. So, okay, so let's get back to business and... Oh, number five, woohoo, improve self-efficacy. Volunteering allows individuals to develop skills and gain valuable experience. I do not know how many times I volunteered and I'm like, what in the world did I get myself into, especially as an, a young teenager? And we, <laughs> when I volunteered for my church, we had, they had, we, they, who, I don't know, the church had bought the building next, the house next to the church. And um, we needed to paint it. So I had never painted. And um, someone said, you ain't going to learn until you do it. So they put a brush in my hand and I painted around the outside at the bottom of the house where the foundation is. Simple. There's no way I could have messed that up. So, um so I learned that day how to paint. Um, and, you know, you you just add to those skills. So when you learn new skills, it boosts self-confidence and self-efficacy, accomplishing tasks and seeing the positive impact of one's efforts can foster a sense of confidence and mastery. I watch a lot of YouTube videos and where people just go out, you know, I watched those um, videos where guys who own mowing business will just go out and mow someone's yard that needs mowed. They, you know, they, you know, they don't have a mower. It's either broken or they can't get it fixed or they don't have the money to pay someone to mow. So they just mow it for free. And they are like so relieved and so thankful and, um, and then you, I have another one I watch where they go and clean people's houses for free. You know, um, the one, my favorite is Midwest magic cleaning. I think that's it. He cleans people's homes. Usually they have, are in some kind of depression, anxiety, or they have a hoarding symptoms or something like along those lines. And he goes in and he cleans for them and puts it in some kind of an order for them. And some of them are extreme. Some of them are light. And there's also been a last few houses that he's done where he's just went and bought some paint, painted a kitchen, painted a living room, bought him some curtains, just something simple. And it's because people who watch the videos donate and he uses that money that is donated. and. Put, gives it back to the community where he is. And that makes me feel good. It makes him feel good. It makes the people that he's helping feel good because they're depressed. They can't go out and do any of this stuff. They don't know how to, you know, fix anything that's broken. They don't know how to paint or whatever. So these skills that you, when you go out and volunteer and help somebody, you are adding and building skills to your repertoire, and um, and you're just becoming a more confident person, you know, and you're just mastering more things that you can do to help other people or show other people how to do something. 
right? So anytime I know how to do something and someone needs help and they ask me for help, I like teaching other people how to do things. And and that's why I like talking on here and recording my thoughts to help other people that have been suffering the way I've been suffering. These are the things that I've done that has helped me. Okay. And so volunteering, even though I don't want to leave my house, volunteering will help you. You know, it gives you a boost of endorphins that that's stronger than medication. You know, I take medication. I take anti-anxiety medication and I take all of those things. But this is just another thing, you know, in my self-care cabinet that I can go in and say, okay, I need some more help. What I'm doing isn't helping. What else can I do? Well, you know what? I'm going to go help somebody. That's all you got to do. You know, and I've said this before. The things that I talk to you about is not rocket science. But it's hard work. And living with depression and anxiety is not easy. It's hard work. Which means you have to work harder than the next person that doesn't have to deal with depression. To get these things accomplished. You know, they may already do all these things and not even know that it's helping them. Right? So, but us, the ones that have to deal with the sucky depression or whatever illness that you have to deal with or behavioral disorder or mood disorder that you've got going on in your life, you have to work much harder to get it done. And it's not easy, especially when a symptom is flaring up in your face right here. And it's like, you're not doing this today. You're not doing this today. You're not doing that today. And you're like, gosh darn it, yes I am. You know, because I know this will make me feel better. So you have to get, dig deep in that belly of yours and get that gumption out of there and use it. You know, it's in there somewhere. You got to use it. So, those are, that's my self-pep talk, in case you didn't recognize it. <laughs> Number six, perspective and gratitude. <laughs> Volunteering exposes individuals to different perspectives and life experiences. It can help cultivate gratitude for what one has. And provide a broader outlook on life, which may help put personal challenges into perspective. So this one is so true because Nikki has her thoughts on every subject in the world. You know, I got my own opinions about all the things. And I go out and volunteer and I say something about what I think. And they're like, who the heck are you, girl? <laughs> You better just jump back with your bad self. <laughs> I'm like, oops, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to be offensive. <laughs> that's just what I thought. But that's just my self coming out. And um, anyway, so it, um, yeah, 
you can learn a lot of things from different people and different life experiences. And and this this brings to my mind when I took Spanish in uh, college and uh, <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, when I took my started taking my college classes, you know, I started online and then there was some that I had to take in person. And, you know, online, you don't know who you're talking to. And I would um, uh, offend people accidentally. I didn't mean to. I was just asking questions. And uh, or they took me wrong the wrong way. They you know, I misunderstood them. They misunderstood me. So, but talking to different people from all over the world and from different walks of life gives you a broader perspective on how people live. And it makes you think, okay, I live this way, but they live this way. And it helps you become very creative on how you can help others in their situation. Um, um, on Saturdays, I do a virtual Bible study. And we have ladies from the UK, from Australia, um, all over the U.S. Um, there is another one. Canada, there's some from Canada, and the thing of it is, the uniqueness of it is, we all have different types of cultures, and we all live differently, however, we have so many things that are in common, and we can relate, and I love that, even though we're different, we are still human beings, and we tend to, um, we can still find that connective connection with each other, right? I love that. And so someone may learn a lesson one way. I may learn a lesson a different way, but we learned the same lesson. And, and that was a thing that we did at work. I could show someone how to enter information into the system I would tell them when I was training I'm going to show you how I do it and that's how you're going to learn it now when you're on your own you are going to come up with a way that is easiest for you to remember those steps and that's how you're going to process the information that you're going to put in the system and so was that wrong no because we ended up with the same results because people's minds are mapped differently. And so we have to figure this out. You know, how, how are you going to live with this depression and anxiety, but yet still be a functioning, healthy adult? How are you going to do that? You know, when I was doing my course, how to get out of the funk, the first day we did, we did our brain dump. We took everything in our head and we put it down on paper and pencil. The good, the bad, the ugly, the stanky, the beautiful, you know, the smell good stuff, all of it. We wrote it all down because that becomes your action list for the rest of it, you know, 
and you prioritize that list. So that's how you turn a pr- your perspective and gratitude. That's what volunteering does. It, it teaches you some life experiences and it helps you cultivate gratitude for what you have, especially when you are helping someone that may be a manic depressive, you know, or they're fighting with suicidal thoughts. How do you deal with that? You know, I have the gloomies. That's not a major thing, right? You know, I don't have homicidal thoughts anymore, you know, like I used to. But this person is still dealing with suicidal thoughts. So how does my volunteering, it brings everything into perspective. It brings the nitty gritty down. You know, what is the most important thing in my life? I'm thankful for what I have. I have gratitude for where I am in my life today. You know, and I'm grateful for the things I've learned that I can help this other person. Right. So that is just something that is a hard lesson to remember because we... I mean, we are, we can be a group of people that will always look up at the glass half empty and we don't need to be that way. We need to be the people that look, looks at the glass as half full, half full, you know, because it could be much worse for us than it is. So I'll get off that subject because I could just sit here and probably start crying about how grateful I am for where I was you know several years ago and where I am today because I was I was a mess I I had given up I really did I had given up and I reached out to my coach and she's still my my coach today I thought I don't know what else to do Because everything I tried wasn't working, you know, so. Okay, so number seven, sense of community. Volunteering fosters, it gives you a sense of belonging and community, feeling connected to others and being part of something larger than yourself. This promotes feelings of belonging and support, which is important for your mental health. How many times have I asked, do you have a support group? (laughs) Well, if you don't have a support group, then you can reach out to me. I can be the first person in your support group. However, you can start your own support group. You can be a support person for somebody else. And that's what volunteering does. You put yourself out there to support that person and to help them and to love them. And to whatever they is that they need. Because we all know that there are people out there that don't know how to help themselves. So, sense of community, all That's what you need to do. And I'm, I feel like I'm getting congested. Maybe it's because I'm up here in this cold, this cold room. Ooh. Anyway. Um, 
Number eight. So overall, engaging in volunteer work can serve as a form of stress release by focusing on the needs of others and contributing to the community. Individuals may experience a sense of calm and fulfillment that helps alleviate stress and anxiety. So again, um, that is tied back into number three. It helps you reduce your stress and it gives you a sense of calm and fulfillment. How many times at the end of your day you look back over the things that you done and you do not feel fulfilled. Like you're lacking something. I have had many days like that. It sucks. So I would rather, you know, volunteer helping somebody. I know sometimes people volunteer and they're like, it's never going to get better, you know. Especially helping with, you know, like I could think of the sex um, trafficking, human trafficking that's going on in our world today. It's always going to be there. It's always going to be slavery. It's it's never going to get better. Well, you you may be right, but in that moment, in that moment, I've helped to one person. You know, you know my measly little five dollars helping somebody. So I would highly suggest that you remember to. Volunteer. <laughs> I done forgot what we were talking about, dear Jesus. So overall, volunteering can have a profound impact on your mental health. Um, it provides opportunities for social connections, purposeful activities, stress reductions, and personal growth. Um, it's essential. It's essential to find volunteer opportunities that align with your interests, values, and schedule to maximize the benefits. So in saying all of that, you know, when you do volunteer, you don't want to go volunteering a thousand hours a week and then forget all your other responsibilities. You know, an hour here or there is fine. You know, that's that's what I do or I try to do. And so I I hope this has given you another perspective, you know, of something that you could do for your self-care and knowing that. Um, there is more to life than just what is going on right here. When you look in the mirror, you know, as I look here in the camera, there's more here than Nikki that Nikki can help others. You know, she can go out, she can do her volunteer for the after school activity. Um, she can do her volunteer work in the nursery. And right now I'm trying to find another opportunity to try and volunteer in a women's shelter and women that have been displaced from their homes. So, um, so those are things that I, you know, just want to do and, and I'm not doing it for, I'm doing it for that individual purpose, but I'm doing it for myself because I know how important it is to help, to volunteer and to give them my time and most importantly, giving your time is what is needed. Get out there, get your hands dirty, 
do the work, do the nitty gritty. It's easy to, to donate your five bucks or however much you, you know, donate or whatever. But sometimes we just need to do the work, you know. You can go to, you know, what my grandma used to do. Go to a nursing home and talk to people. That's, you can do that, you know. Um, there's lots of things that doesn't cost a dime except giving your time. And the benefits are so much greater in the long run. So um, do not forget my promo. If you're watching this on YouTube, please comment, like, and subscribe. Share with someone that you love. And if you're listening on the podcast, please go to Apple iTunes and rate the podcast for me. Let me know how well I'm doing. I greatly appreciate it. Thank